Welcome to another episode of Head to Total, our podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things medical. Uh, special guest today, Cullen Lane, and Cullen is with Synergy Health Partners Physical Therapy. Cullen, welcome to Head to Total. Thanks for having me. Oh, hey, it's going to be a good time. I was looking forward to talking to you. Interesting topic today, as always. Uh, we've got something called a, a vestibular program that we want to talk to Cullen about. Cullen, most people, uh, myself included, we don't even know what vestibular means. Can you set us on course here before we talk a little bit about you? What is vestibular? It's a bit of a tricky one, even to just explain. Um, but the simple way of saying it is it's kind of your your inner ear system that helps you with what, whether it's balance or vision um, and kind of combining those things together. It absolutely does. And, and I'm sure our friends will put up a, a nice little graphic about the inner ear uh, as we go through this, but I'm getting way ahead of myself. I want to talk a little bit about you and how did you get started in physical therapy? Where are you from? Give us the whole story on Cullen Lane. All right. That's a long one. <laughs> um, so I'm originally from uh, Fife Lake, which is a little town just southeast of Traverse City um, in Michigan. And I grew up there. I went to high school in Fife Lake. I did community college in Traverse City, um, where I got my associates before I transferred to Central Michigan in Mount Pleasant. Um, and then I got my bachelor's degree there in exercise science, and which is kind of the stepping stone towards getting into physical therapy. Um, so then I got into physical therapy through CMU. And instead of being back in Mount Pleasant for that, um, they have a cool program where you, they split up part of their class and 12 students of each class go to Houghton, Michigan, which is way up in the UP, only about nine and a half hours from where I live now, <laughs> still in Michigan. Um, and I did my doctorate there. Um, and then towards the end of that, I had clinicals where I was in Grand Rapids for a while. Um, also during grad school, I got married, um, to my wife, Hannah and yeah, and then graduated past boards and I work in Livonia now at Synergy Health Partners. Did you keep getting kicked out of all these cities or what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you kept going from city to city to city. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Got I just a whole to... tour of Michigan there. <laughs> exactly. So now whenever somebody mentions some portion of Michigan, I can kind of relate to it. I, I kind of know, like I've been a little bit everywhere. All right. So now that we know a little bit about you, what was the passion that drove you to physical therapy? Because there was a lot of education and there's a, a lot for those that don't know. Physical therapy is, is uh, you're a doctor. I mean, you, you have your doctorate degree. I mean, you, it, the training and the education. So what pulled you to physical therapy? A big part of it was um, kind of the classic. I got injured in high school and went to physical therapy um, to get treated and thought it was pretty cool when I was there. And I went to kind of a nice little clinic and... I thought they had a ton of fun when they were there and it barely seemed like work with what they were doing. They kind of just got to hang out with patients and their coworkers. And that was the job. It seemed like from the outside. And then once you get in, it's a little more in depth, but um, 
yeah, and I wanted something where I could stay active and still be able to use um, my brain to kind of max me out each day and kind of push me a little more than sort of something more monotonous. When you came to Synergy Health Partners, did they have all three physical location, uh, physical therapy locations? Yeah. So when I joined, we had um, the Warren location, which was fairly new at the time, and Livonia, which is the one I'm at. Um, and we didn't have the Greg Grant facility yet. Um, so that's a new one. And so far, um, I haven't been over there yet, but excited to see it soon. You guys are gaining a lot of momentum in the marketplace. So that's why I wanted to see when you, when you joined the practice, you know, um, where, where we were at the growth stage. So you're primarily in Livonia and I know that's a very busy clinic and it just seems like you guys are constantly adding new programs. Could you talk to us about your new vestibular program and your role, your role in it and, and what has happened? So definitely a, kind of a brand new program. Um, vestibular therapy is something that um, most physical therapists will learn about in school. Um, and it's just kind of just that though. You learn about it. Most of the time you're not treating many patients. So once you're out of school after a little bit, a lot of that kind of goes away. Um, most therapists can probably do your basic Oh, let me check for BPPV. Um, but past that, it kind of, unless you've had more training, it's not likely it's um, stuck with you. Um, so for our program, that's why I w- had to take a course um, through the Shirley Ryan Ability Lab and um, learn a bit more in, in this fairly in-depth course about the vestibular system um, and all the neuroanatomy that goes with it. And so with our program, after taking that course, I had an idea of kind of how we wanted to build it. And it's nice to be able to start there and come into a company and say from scratch and select, all right, this is the equipment we'll need and all those different things to make a top end program, um, which is great. And um, as of right now, we've, gathered all this equipment and I'm still looking to take more courses to keep up on it and kind of be the premier person in the area that people can go to. What's some, what types of patients do you treat? Is it athletes? Is it your average everyday person like myself? Is it just, what's the range of patients that you treat? Yeah, it's, it's all over the place. Um, so whether it's athletes who, whether it's post-concussion or even sometimes it's not a concussion, it's just um, maybe it's a focus issue or um, with any hand-eye coordination sports, sometimes if you're having vestibular issues, it's um, your eyes may not be following the ball like you'd like them to. Um, things like that that you don't necessarily think of. And then it goes all the way to elderly who maybe they're having balance deficits or um, they're just ha- having some dizziness, which it turns out a lot of older people as they age, they think that's just a part of aging, which is not true. And um, that's something that we can look at with vestibular. Um, and then everybody else in between. A lot of balance issues happen as you age, but there really is no connection between age and balance issues. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't realize that. I thought it was just, you know... Um, 
as I get older and I do, I'm getting dizzy spells. And I just thought that was a part of the normal aging process. I understand now your patient base. Can you talk to me about some of the equipment that I would see if I came into your practice and, and asked you about vestibular and you ran me through my paces? So you may see very little equipment. Or you may see a whole plethora of things. It just depends on sort of what I'm finding with you. Um, first of all, most people will see, um, I'll start by looking at your vision first off, um, with eye charts, um, the classic light pen, looking at your pupils, things like that. Um, and just looking for issues with any vision that may be causing some dizziness or balance deficits that you're having. Um, from there, you may have um what i we have video infrared video oculography goggles that i'll put on your head um and that helps me see your eyes while you're in the dark and i can watch from my computer to see what your eyes do as they put you in different positions and i'm looking for different movements with your eyes to um, try and diagnose what may be going on with you or hopefully we see nothing and <laughs> it looks fine but um, yeah, so those are pretty, um, kind of a neat tool to be able to use. And I'm not sure that many people in the area actually have them. Um, and so that's kind of fun cause you'll be able to see, um, a recording of what I'm watching. And so once we do that test, you can actually look on my computer and I can show you kind of what you looked like or your eyes looked like as I put you in these different positions to sort of, um, try to get you to be a little dizzy or reproduce any symptoms you might have so we can narrow in on it. Okay. That's just cool. It's like a video game. That is really cool. Yeah. It kind of looks like a VR headset too. Um, yeah. And then there's a lot of different um, treatment tools we use. Um, it's as simple as a string with a few different colored um, beads on it. It, all the way up to a laser I put on your head that you have to follow on a maze that's on a wall. So now I, I understand that I come to you because I'm feeling dizzy or I've been concussed or something just isn't right. I, I, I'm running into things. Uh, I work with somebody who frequently runs into the door frame. And although it is, let's be honest, it's funny um, because he's a younger guy, but it might be a serious, <laughs> might be a serious issue with his vestibular and his, his inner, it might be, we don't know. Um, it's good humor around the office, but it could be something serious within his inner ear. Once you put me through the paces and you put me through the, the, the cat toys, the high end equipment, um, what's, what are my next steps with you, Cullen? Yeah. So that varies based on what I do find. Um, if it's a serious enough issue, I refer you out to like a neurologist or uh, ophthalmologist um, for a second opinion on certain things dependent on what I find. Um, or if it's something I can treat in-house, um, so a lot of times if you have like a vestibular hypofunction, so one side of your um, inner ear isn't working properly, there's different exercises I can give you to do for home. Um, and you just check in once a week or so, and we kind of see how things are going. Um, some patients, it's, I can treat you that day, and hopefully your symptoms are relieved then and there. Um, and you may just come back for in a week to check up and see if things have remained um, fixed or if we need to do another adjustment. Um, 
but yeah, it, it varies greatly. Do people feel symptoms of vestibular issues at certain times of the year? Is it season change or that doesn't happen at all? Not typically. And it, again, vestibular is so widespread that um, your typical dizziness, not necessarily. Um, every once in a while, if you get into something like flu season, um, there's been incidences of higher rates of that vestibular hypofunction I talked about um, due to sometimes if you get a flu, um, sometimes it can mess with that inner ear. Um, they're still not 100% sure why, and it may just be whether it's that um, virus that sort of interferes or can change your the consistency of your fluid in your ear at that time. Um, certain medications may be used to help treat the flu. Um, but that's definitely something that you may see a slight peak in. But um, most everything else, if you're looking at things like post-concussive symptoms, you get more in the summer months because of um, the amount people are outdoors versus in the winter. Talk to me about how many appointments does it take to I come in and see you. I say I'm having these problems. We go through the equipment and then you make your recommendations. Is it two appointments, three appointments? What's that like? I'm going to rely on the, it depends again. Um, it, it'll just depend on, like like I said, it could be if it's something is um, sometimes as simple as BPPV, um, where I just need to reposition um, those little crystals in your ear. and have them go back to where they should be, I can fix it right then and there or, and then we follow up in a week. And so maybe it's just two visits. Um, if it's something a little more complex, such as that hypofunction, um, it may be, I see you once or twice a week for maybe a month. Um, it depends on each patient, how quickly they tend to recover or how quickly they adapt to um, these symptoms. Um, so yeah, it varies a lot. And then if you get into the balance portion, that can take a bit longer because it's more, you can get into more having to train muscles, which takes more time. Um, but yeah, it, it varies pretty widely. You mentioned crystals in the ear. How is that different and what is the difference? And cause you know, again, you're talking to somebody that doesn't know medical, like, you know, medical. And our listeners are, are in my boat, right? They don't know medical like you know medical. You said crystals in the ear. What's the difference between the liquid in your ear and the eustachian tubes? See how I threw out that word? I was <laughs> trying to impress you. Um, the eustachian tubes. Is, it, is there a difference there or how does that work? What's the difference between the fluid and the crystals? In a way, the crystals are typically something that um, give you um, a sensitivity based on how they're tipping in the inner ear, um, which tells you directionally. And they also, so they're in a way, almost if you think of it, they're sitting on some sort of sensor that is telling your brain, Hey, we're moving this way. And what's pushing them is when you have these little, uh, mycelia, the little hairs in your ear, um, in, or in those canals and that fluid that you're talking about, the endolymph is what moves and it's pushing and activating or inhibiting different um, motions. So that's how your brain can differentiate. So if 
one side's being activated, the other's inhibiting, and it gives you a sense of direction. And that's why if you get something like vertigo, you'll feel like things are moving, even though you may be stationary. That's because in your ear, that fluid is possibly moving or those sensory areas, um, those mycelia are being moved a certain way, which could be from those uh, otoliths, the little crystals in your ear, which are moving through that fluid and causing um, the fluid to move a little bit. So which gives you that sensation that you are moving even, but it's just delayed. So if you think of dropping a rock in water, how it'll kind of float slowly, but it's still moving that fluid, which then your brain senses as movement, even though you're stationary. It sounds like such a delicate balance. I mean, if one little thing is off, it really does throw you off. It's amazing that, that, you know, as many adult beverages as I've drank and taken a fall here and there, uh, that I don't have this issue because it, it is a very, it sounds like a delicate complex, uh, right in your little inner ear there. Well, and that's your, when you do have your adult beverage, um, that's what, when you have the room spinning, when you, if you have a one too many, um, that's partially because the alcohol that goes into your system, it sort of dilutes that endolymph, that fluid in your ear, which gives you movement and it's, it, it's off. So it's not, it's typical, your body's adjusted to its typical consistency of that fluid. When you drink too much, it gives you that. Oh, it's a little lighter fluid, so maybe you're feeling spinny. So essentially, in Southeast Michigan, your practice is one of the few practices that have a vestibular specialist like yourself and the equipment that goes along with it. Is that correct? Yep, and that's a that's a big one. Um, there's so many. There are a lot of clinics that will say vestibular therapists or therapy. Um, but a lot of them, again, are that that typical, oh, I learned this in school, and they know a few positionings maybe. Um, they can check those basic lines, but um, to really get the full picture, um, there's things like that video oculography, the infrared one where I can see your eyes in the dark. Um, there's certain things with vestibular that after about five days, your body will adapt, and you won't be able to see that in normal lighting. Um, so if you go to some place that doesn't have these goggles, they may think, oh, you're fine. Like, I'm not noticing anything with your eyes. They're not moving or shaking. Um, and that's because your body's already adapted after those five days. But if I can take you and I put you in the dark with those goggles, then that's when your body will show those signs again. So, Cullen, a lot of great takeaways from our discussion today. Uh, the first being, I now know why I get dizzy when I drink too much. Uh, I now know that dizziness is not a part of me getting older. And I know that Traverse City is a great place to visit. But the, I think the most important takeaway that we got to give everybody is how to, get a, how to get an appointment with you. And correct me if I'm wrong, it's go online to synergyhealth.org slash physical therapy. They, they see your profile. You can learn all about Cullen because uh, he does more than just vestibular. He's, he's a, a wonderful physical therapist that has a doctorate, very knowledgeable about a lot of subjects. Click the make an appointment button and schedule some time with you. Yeah, pretty simple. If there's one takeaway, it's that dizziness is definitely not a 
sign of, oh, it's just how I age and that's something that's going to happen. It doesn't have to. And I think there's a lot of people out there that just think, oh, that's something that happens. And I see patients most days who, when they lay down, they get up and, oh, I'm, I'm dizzy and I have to discuss with them. Like, that's not a, a typical, normal thing that you have to deal with in your daily life. It, it can be um, addressed. Well, Cohen, I can't thank you enough for the time today. It has been a very interesting discussion, and we hope you'll come back to Head to Total. Talk to us more about some of the other cool things you have at Synergy Health Partners Physical Therapy. Yeah, thanks, Colleen.